Hello, welcome to an all new Marvel cast, Explosion Network's hub of all things Marvel, a place to talk about everything MCU and beyond, from Avengers and Defenders to Redeemer and Lumina. My name's Ashley Obley, join me today, Ultimate Kira Marchant. How many holes does everybody in this call have, you know? Seven. Is it bad? Is it bad that I'll sit in a cinema after Mentally going game? through your holes? Mentally like, going through and going, no, that's correct. Right <laughs> I mean, technically your paws are holes, so I guess we have lots. Like, lots and lots? No, yeah, that's fair. Lots. Also joining us, these Josh and Yon Blight. Um, I have an extra hole. Try and guess where it is. Is it a nipple piercing? No. You see him on the top of a nipple piercing. <laughs> <laughs> Never had my nipple pierced. Never had my nipple pierced. Is it a piercing? Is that a, or you just fucking? Yeah, it's my piercing. Like I got my ear pierced. So that's, that's, that counts, right? oh. that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> On to this episode of All New Marvel Cast, we are discussing Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Uh, going full spoilers uh, if you haven't listened to one of these before. Uh, yeah, just released in cinemas here in Australia. Uh, yeah, so let's just jump straight into it. Uh, but please be aware we'll be freely discussing anything and everything about the plot themes, any of the movie. So haven't watched it, come back later. With that said, let's jump to our discussion of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. I used to ask myself a lot of questions. Scott, you're at ex-con. How are you an Avenger? That doesn't make sense. But everywhere I go, people tell me the same thing. Thank you, Spider-Man. People still need help, Dad. That's why we made this. It's like a satellite for deep space, but Quana. Wait, wait a minute. You're sending a signal down to the quantum realm. Turn it off. Now. Directed by Peyton Reed, written by Jeff Loveness, based on Marvel Comics, starring Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Jonathan Majors, Michelle Pfeiffer, Michael Douglas, Catherine Newton, David Datsmolchin, William Jackson Harper, Katie O'Brien, Bill Murray, Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne, along with Hope's parents Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, and Lang's daughter Cassie go on a new adventure exploring the quantum realm that pushes their limits and pits them against Kang the Conqueror. Kieran. What did you think of Emma and the Wasp, Quantumania? I wanted to like it. I I just didn't. I don't know. I felt really weird going to this movie because I don't know if it's just the oversaturation of Marvel or or just not really connecting with Ant Man and Wasp currently. Kieran, it's been three months since we've had anything. I know, but still, we haven't I feel podcast like, is so long. I, no, you know what? I think I worked out what it is. Is that this is so much like both of the past Thor movies in a in a very odd specific way, where it's we're going to lots of different plant not planets but new places that are, that are highly fantastical and fictional, and we're going to meet lots of characters in that period. I just think this for me, all of the characters except for the alien. With the holes, I think most of the characters were forgettable. I didn't come out of this knowing 
Kieran. The thing was, he didn't have holes. He did, but he got a holes. He got holes. But like he was the only alien that really is it left an, a, a good impression on me. I didn't know any of the characters' names by the end of it. I like you know at least in Ragnarok you came out of it and you knew Korg and you knew that other guy. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> this <What>? time, <laughs> this time I just felt like I didn't get any connection with it. And I also just feel like the movie got in its own way a lot. Anytime they were about to do something cool or interesting, and this is especially the ending, I thought they shit the bed with the whole ending. Anytime that they looked like they were going to do something cool and interesting, they either undid it or swerved away from it at the last possible second and didn't do it. And I was just very frustrated by that. And I just, yeah, I didn't didn't enjoy this movie at all. Dylan, what did you think? Uh, yeah, I I didn't like it either. Um, the so I like the previous two Ant Man films. Uh, this just is a very like complete opposite direction. It's a very boring, not only looking film, but just lacking any of the substance, color, per- personality that the previous two films had. Yeah. Paul Rudd's trying his hardest to add some sort of like jokes into this, but the jokes aren't even well written, so it's just relying on Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd. Um, the villain who we've seen previously in Loki, and he was like sort of terrifying and interesting there, um, and left you wanting more. Uh, this time around, I'm like, dear lord, please can he never come back? Like this is he was so fucking boring. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I don't really like you get more Michelle Pfeiffer in this, which is cool. Like, she has some good scenes. That'd be a standout. There's, like, one interesting sequence where in the where there's, like, a million Scots and whatever else. I guess that's, like, what the only sort of interesting. Otherwise, yeah, I, I was, um, I don't know, I felt like this went for four hours. I, was, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I didn't like it, no. I will say that's where I differ. I do like Kang. I just find Kang very yeah. interesting. But... I, I, they, there's. I think they're going to have a problem with Kang going forward in the MCU. We can talk about that in a bit. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I didn't dislike it, but I didn't particularly have. I don't particularly have any strong feelings either way on this film, which probably is not the okay. best place to be. No. Um. It's yeah. I think, like Dylan said, it is just tonally so different to the other two movies. Um, the first two movies were, I would argue, comedies first, everything else second. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was much more pers- like, it's funny that it, th- for a movie that is goes so colourful, it doesn't feel like it. No. <laughs> there's it there's a lack cool. of colour in it. Um, yeah, it, it definitely has that feel of being in the volume or like whatever, pros- or just in front of a lot of green screens because, you know, there's just a lack of texture to, I guess, the world. Um, I mean, some of the... some of There's so many interesting ideas and aliens chucked out there, but it's all just rapid fire thrown at you that there's nothing that really sticks. I mean, um, yeah. Uh, Comedy-wise, it's... I mean, there's... I got a couple chuckles. Modoc was quite amusing to me. I know about you guys. Modok. I thought Modok was interesting, actually. Like I thought Modok being. I know there was. It was rumored that um, Modok was going to be Darren Cross, and I really liked that change, and I liked that as part of the character. Um, once again, 
his end I thought I didn't like. I didn't like him coming in to save the day and I'm not a dick and whatever. Like I was like, uh, I kind of wanted Modok to be... I feel like there's a problem now in the MCU that they can freely kill off a character like that, but they've now got the multiverse that they can bring back that either like Modok in that form in a different way somewhere. And so it's kind mm. of makes him dying or makes any of that just meaningless. Like, I feel like th- that's my biggest problem is anytime I thought this movie could have been serious and could have had some darker elements, the script almost went, no, 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 we can't do that. We can't do that. We're Ant-Man. We're supposed to be funny. We're supposed to be a comedy. We can't have serious themes in here. We can't start exploring some kind of deeper and darker um, themes. So, yeah. Sorry, go on. With, yeah. No, no, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, you know, there was they they tried their best. You know, there was a fun they try. They brought they had Bill Murray in this movie. Remember, he was in this movie at one point. I wonder like, how much he got paid for that because oh, so much money. I imagine. Like, and he got like billing. Like he got like yeah. proper like, and Bill Murray billing. Like, it's just- yeah, he's got a poster. <laughs> Yeah. Um, do you know? I know it was. Uh, and this is where, actually, minor point. How many after credit scenes were there? Were there one or two? Two. Okay, I missed the second one because my phone died and I couldn't look up if there was a second one and I didn't want to wait through the credits. Uh, <laughs> of course, there was going to be a second one. It's no, the first, because there's. No. It's the first film in phase five. So, does someone want to give me, give me a rundown of the second one? What was the second one? Was the we'll second get to it. We will get okay. to it. Okay, we'll you, get to it. You've had to wait this long. Guess what, motherfucker? You wait longer. You've been waiting five Good. minutes. No, 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 that's fine. But I desperately wanted another scene once the ants were involved of Bill Murray being like, "Dude, that's an ant." Like, just as like a funny bit. Okay, I here's would've... a spoiler: Bill Murray is not in the second post credits. Oh my god. Okay, fuck you now. Um, Unless it's a post credit. No, I'll, I'll tease you. I liked the second post credit. Oh really? Interesting. Cool, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, we opened the film with uh, Scott basking the afterglow of saving the universe. Apparently, uh, he's released his book, uh, which apparently is coming to real stores. You can be able to read it, even though they spoiled the ending. So I don't know why he would. Uh, you would <laughs> Here's the pick. funniest line in the movie when he's got the audio tape going and he like just turns it up. He's like, then I read it, met a raccoon. I was just happy to be meeting a talking raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. What an author. I mean, that that's fun. Uh, obviously we set up Cassie, uh, who was now being played by Catherine <laughs> Newton, uh, which is the whole thing, uh, who is an uh, activist. Did uh, anybody find her highly unlikable at the start? Like, I no. just... Well, because she's not doing what we're obviously attached to. No, Paul it's Rudd not even to- that. Well, it kind of is attached to Paul Rudd. I just felt very weird about the amount of like jabs or shots she was taking at Paul, at, at fucking um, Scott. Scott, that's the one. At Scott, and there was no reaction from Scott. Really, like there was no. Well, he doesn't. He, knows he well. deserves it. He knows he's, but he at some point, does he deserve like, it? No, does he deserve it though? Like even yeah. sat he got there stuck the, in the quantum realm. Yeah, a hundred percent. And even sat there at the like the the table, nobody was like being like the fuck. Like some people were pulling faces, but you know nobody was being like, whoa, let's you know, fucking back the fuck up a little bit. Like I don't know, it was very. 
he just kind of sat there and took it the whole time, and I was just like, I don't. That's because he doesn't want to fight with his daughter, you know, because he's missed so much time. I think. Yeah, he wants he wants to be all buddy buddy with her. He doesn't want to be antagonistic. I will say, I I think this film desperately missed the supporting cast of the last two movies. Whether it's his 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 uh his crew or or Cassie's uh mum and her partner. Yeah. You know? just, I think missed- obviously they added so much comedy to these movies that it missed just being missing. grounded, right? Like even yeah. though the last movie, even though Ant-Man and Wasp had quantum realm stuff, it was still highly grounded in the real world and in and a smaller scale story. Where this it's is San, like San Francisco. It's in, the whole movie took place in San Francisco. Yeah, it, technically. Both of them. <laughs> yeah. Just a very, so, very small version of San Francisco. Sorry, that was a yawn I've been holding in for the last what's it, like four years uh, <laughs> watching this movie. Like it just it it it, it yeah, I don't yeah, nah. Uh yeah, so obviously we also set up that uh Janet has been doesn't want to talk about her time in the quantum realm. Uh but that certainly certainly turns when it's revealed that Catherine uh Cassie has been <laughs> creating a device that'll contact the quantum realm. She just she was reading books those five years about quantum realm. <laughs> the whole stuff about Cassie I find very flimsy. Just just she was reading books about the quantum realm, and she's built this thing. And now she's smart. <laughs> now she's smart, and also she has a suit. But Hank, for whatever reason, hasn't put her through the rigorous training to learn how to use the suit or be good with the suit. She's just been given the suit and been told, "You do, you champ." I just uh, is, is she's just got the timing down wrong, Kieran. Jeez, harsh critic. I'm just. It's why are you picking hard. on the? Why are you picking on the female in a? I'm not picking on the. F- this is this isn't a pick on the female. My God, <laughs> Ashley Hobley. Um, this is it's a more pick on Hank, right? So it, it, unless Hank is that softened up with the return of Janet and with, oh yeah, her, he is totally soft. Like, you know, being a pseudo grandchild. Like, I just yeah, he's just comparing that to the rigorous training that Scott went through before he could even start using that suit. Like, it just feels a bit well. Odd. He didn't. That's a bit different. They were training Scott to infiltrate like a, a secret base. She's just having it for shits and giggles. Uh, I'm sure Hope didn't go through the same thing that that Paul Rudd, that Scott did. No, but in between Hope movies. was always knew how to use everything. Like I don't know. Uh, but anyway, they get sucked into the quantum realm. What? <laughs> Who would have guessed? Oh my god. Uh, they also get separated, which is a, I think, an interesting key point. Uh, I think it's a of, bad point. Yeah, this is a like key point in why this movie maybe doesn't work is that they're separated for so long. Especially the, there's that ending moment of Hope saving Scott, and they have a barely interactional yes! movie. Yes, no, I, th- I was thinking this. I'm like, you're having this lovely moment, and I'm like. Other than, like, the couple minutes we had at the start, like, you guys haven't interacted, like, on a base level at all. Yeah, relying on the relationship built up on the two movies. Um, But, yeah, obviously, we get get Cassie and Scott, uh, you know, stuck together, getting attacked by suns and giant bacteria (laughs) before they get uh, taken by locals uh, and forced to eat. (laughs) 
drink red goo because red goo is a it's the what's the the babble fish of this universe the MacGuffin. Right? no like no the babble fish that helps you yeah, understand no, what everybody's saying yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh meanwhile you know janet's freaking out that they're in the quantum realm because she's uh been hiding secrets uh and she takes them to meet her old friends, her old rebellion buddy, who uh, turn- quickly turns on her uh, in Bill Murray. Uh, and they steal a ship that somehow Hank figures out how to drive very quickly. It's like it's pushing like- a bicycle. Yep, you just gotta it's- put your arm right in there. Uh, yep, yeah, so me, Scott and Cassie uh, meet the locals. They get attacked because a terrible hunter's coming to get them. And guess who the hunter is? It's Modoc. Who happens to be Darren Cross. Oh, what? I do. I did like how they, they did the flashback thing. And, like, Scott fully interrupts him. And, like, he's got, he's got baby legs. It's, uh... I love it how it's just a microphone. They don't even make a big deal, I do Scott's eyes keep flicking down to the baby legs and back up <laughs> while they're talking. Like, just constantly. Um, which, yeah, it was funny. Oh, there's so much fun. Even just the, the scene of him getting his putting mate put into the suit. Oh, his little, like- his little butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, yeah, so Modoc's a thing. How do we feel about, like, obviously that is a very comics accurate depiction of Modoc. Does it really work in live action? With the massive I, face, I liked it. I, I liked, liked it. it. I thought it worked better than I thought it was. It's very happen. grotesque. Yeah, but it looks weird. Probably. But it's supposed to look weird, so I don't really yeah. care. So yeah. It's um, also interesting thought- that he's bald when the Modoc in, you know, has a lot of like a lot of but hair. He was bald in the. When yeah, he was, was bald in the movie. Cross. So I mean, there's yeah. nothing yeah. he can do. It'd be kind of weird if all of a sudden he had hair. I'm kind of annoyed they killed him off. Killed him off because yes. I think Modoc is a fun, stupid character. I see you. I would have happily had hang around. I and this is the thing. I don't think they killed him off though. They'll just multiverse him. Yeah, but I mean, if everybody loves him, they'll be like, "Oh, multiverse." Yeah, well, I don't really that's... love him. Like that. The, I I hate the whole. I hate this narrative of my man's killed like countless people. Don't be a dick. I'm like, well, I think he's past being. I think he's past, like his dick. Like you know, you don't open the door for someone. You know, you you rude to people <laughs> at checkouts. Murders potentially thousands of people. We're probably, we're probably into the, a different kind. Don't be a dick. Moral a movie. Anyone's it, redeemable, even yeah. the worst. Time, it's, you it's know, not, like, it's not too late to not be a dick. It's, yeah. it's the message of the movie. Look forward to seeing that gif everywhere. And when yeah, that comes out. Uh yeah. So then we meet Kang. It's Jonathan Majors. It's the he who remains right. from Loki. Can I? Can, can I just get it? one of my least favorite things? What top of my head straight over this. And as long as I had characters say, him, it's him, or him, it's, we're afraid of him, the guy, the man, we're the afraid conqueror. of him, the conqueror, it's him, and then they're finally like, oh, his name's Kang, and like, <laughs> and, 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 like, I got so sick of people, like, just not saying, like, oh, we'll take it to him, we'll take him to them, oh, he's coming for them, <laughs> I'm like, fuck off, Jesus Do Christ. Do you think... Wow. I bet you were walking around saying Voldemort over all of the time. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like just say oh his fucking god. name. Why'd they make Why'd they make such I, a big deal out of? I, it feels like the writers were just at war with the fact of do they rely on the fact that people have watched Loki? 
Like, do they no, operate? I think or if, understand if this, was, if this was a real life scenario, someone would have just said his fucking name. Like, if like, why wouldn't a character just say, "We'll take him to Kang"? All they needed to do was have just Michelle Pfeiffer dialogue. say the name earlier, slightly in the movie. Yeah. Cut away before she starts explaining everything, and then anybody else can just say Kang. You've got the yep. big tense Kang kind of situation. Anybody now? It's fair game. Everybody can fucking say it. Yep. This is my biggest problem with this movie. I think the script's just bad. I, the script I agree. is terrible. I, think I also think there's many moments where the movie just goes for. Well, this doesn't really make sense, but it's it's sort of cooler, so we'll do it that way. The one moment where I was like ready to fucking throw something at the screen was when um, <laughs> I was getting really annoyed. And I'm like, just want to change the person next to you. Like, you guys see this shit? <laughs> it's when fucking Kang goes through the portal with um, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer after leaving the rest of them stranded um, at the whatever the, yeah, the place yeah, yeah. right before the ants come up and he walks through the portal with her and it cuts to a scene where he's sitting in the throne and she's brought in by two guards and then he shoes the guards away i'm like dude you <laughs> literally just walked in there with her and you can, it's like the scenes were just written out of order and they wrote that scene first where it's like uh he brings her into the room and then they went back and changed it so he just like goes through this portal i'm like this makes no fucking sense this is dumb oh it's because time is isn't well, yeah Time yeah, there was probably time. like there was probably like other scenes in between. No, no, they just wrote them backwards and could be fucked doing a second draft. They're just like, nah, fuck it, it'll be well, fine. Uh, yeah. So it was, you know. Then Michelle Pfeiffer explains her relationship with Kang. She, she saved him. He has a cool spaceship. Uh, that he has a power source that they need to make work. They do. He, she touches the ship. She sees into his mind, realizes he's been a murder, mass murdering a bunch of timelines and shit, and she's like, nah, I can't, can't condone this, even if you're going to take me home. Uh, and uh, enlargens the power source, uh, so he can't use it. <laughs> I think that's a pretty smart move. Uh, I- pretty interesting, my girlfriend. Also, minor point at this point, they, I actually like his suit. Like I actually like the costume design of his suit. They didn't shit the bed on it completely because it looks what with the the blue visor. The blue, even the the blue visor. Like, oh, it's a blue visor. That's why his skin's blue. Not yeah, okay, sure, but okay, maybe not just the visor, but like the rest of him looks good because I I've never been a fan of Kang's costume design anyway in the comic books. It was a it, lot less uh, fuchsia than I <laughs> yes yeah than I thought it was going to be. So yeah. Uh yeah, that's the that's her secret. That and now uh, Kang wants her or needs pom- pim particles so she can shrink down the source power source so he can use it to power his ship so he can go back to the multiverse because he's been exiled by somebody into the mi- into the quantum realm. It it, it kind of doesn't make much sense to me why it was still intact enough that they just needed to shrink it back down because like. When because she science, it, Kieran. Because when she embiggened it, it like broke, and there was like the rings got all out of place and everything. Like, can I also li- just take us? Can we take a second and try and wrap our head around the timeline here? So there's he who shall not be named, or whatever, or who remains, or whatever is he who sh- mm-hmm. what's his name? I don't know. Whatever. He who Kang, remains, yes. He who remains, Kang and Loki, who says that. So he created one timeline, he went around and killed all the other Kangs, which is the same thing that this dude's saying, except for it's a different Kang, it's not the same Kang, even though he's saying he did, he's, he was doing the same thing that the other one achieved, but that one 
uh, achieved it and only made it so that it was one timeline and then Loki kills him so then all the uh, timelines become unbound. So now you've got this Kang going around killing all the other Kangs. Maybe he would end up being the Kang we saw in the other Kang but he gets stopped and then he's jettisoned into the um, uh, the Quantumania verse by all the other Kangs who are experimenting with multiversal stuff and this Kang wanted to stop them. So really, in my mind, I'm like, this isn't the same Kang from Loki, but it could have been in a, like, he could end up being uh, Kang, Dylan is pretty clearly a variant version of the hero remains. Just, we're, we're, we're down this is This is the problem. This, <laughs> is, this is the problem I think they're going to have with Kang. Because I just think- it It's all timey-wimey. It's all timey-wimey. And if we, if- it's like we've now, we've already witnessed Kang be defeated by a bunch of ants and Ant-Man by himself. And the, uh, they were highly advanced ants. Okay, they were highly advanced. But we have now watched Kang be defeated. So, future variants of Kang, the audience now knows, oh, we can defeat him. He's not a problem. Whereas Thanos, he was always like, Fucking unstoppable. Like he was. I didn't find anybody. That was a problem. <laughs> he just showed up. It was like a. At the end of the movie. But even. Okay. But Where's even my then, gauntlet? The first time we physically see Thanos interact with an Avenger, he beat the shit out of Thor. Uh, he beat the shit out of the Hulk. So badly. I mean, he was beating the shit out of that. Well. Yeah, but then Ant-Man... It's fucking Ant-Man. It's Scott Lang. I could beat the shit out of Scott Lang. (laughs) It was Ant-Man. He beat the shit out of Scott Lang without any of his powers, just punching him. And then... Bit of a Creed 3 preview there. (laughs) Like, beat the shit out of him. And then he's been defeated now. So the audience now kind of goes, oh, well, he's, you know, he's beatable. Yeah, with a bunch of giant ants. About, my, my thing of this is so it's t- we're about two years away from the Avengers Kang Dynasty or whatever the fuck that means. Apparently, um, I presume it'll just be older Kangs. I assume yes. so. I assume it's just like the yeah Kang Dynasty is just older Kangs teaming up. So this is what what I think the idea is. This is what one Kang. This is how much of a threat he was. Imagine like hundreds of them teaming up. That's the yeah. So anyway. Kang's like, hey, I need you to shrink down this power source. Uh, and if you do, I'll let you take your daughter back. Uh, Scott goes in to the power source, tries to shrink it down, but, you know, it doesn't work. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't it, know why it doesn't work. Needed to find one, one, bullet. one of them wasn't enough. Yeah. Like, uh, one why. of the shrinkers wasn't enough. That makes sense. Luckily, Hope Van Dyne shows up. You have skipped Just over like, the whole sequence of millions of Scots except for the one Scott in a basket and Robins. Which I get I it mean, was a, for a joke, but I assume we're time... gonna talk about it again in a second. <laughs> okay, go for it. But uh Yeah. I mean it was visual probably the most visually impressive sequence in the film. Uh yeah, so they shrink it down. Kane's like, uh oh, suckers, I'm taking this for myself, you know? Uh and then he just beats them up. Because, you know, he is a beast. Uh, <laughs> luckily, uh, Hank's ants that he's been... He had, a, like, an ant farm at the start of the film. Uh, they got sucked in the quantum realm. Apparently, when they got sucked in the quantum realm, they got... They, like, experienced thousands and thousands of years uh, within, like, seconds and developed an advanced society. Uh, you know, 
That's the movie I wanted. I know socialism is is a fucking. I know socialism is a loaded word, but you know we could learn a thing from these. I did laugh at that one actually. I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. Uh, Yeah, so now they have to go back and uh, rescue Cassie and shit, and then you know they got to go back. Uh, but it turns out Kang is not just taking his ship and going home. He wants to take his entire empire that he's been building. He's got this giant base, so he could powering that up. Uh, but Cassie was able to escape, releases one of the local le- leaders that she met earlier, uh, and they start a rebellion inside the the building. Uh, set a rebellion cool. across the mul- the quantum realm, whatever. I wish I got more of her like backstory or something, but like. That actress did a good job at, like, for whatever little she had, I felt. Yeah. She clearly had some sort of physical presence. Yeah, yeah. She, she felt, yeah. like, yeah. Like a leader. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, then we get a bunch of sequences of them fighting against uh, Kang's army and try and take, stop them from escaping. Uh, lots of embiggening and shrinking and Modoc flying around, trying to kill Cassie. Uh... She finally decides she's going to enlarge him. It's a last shot, and she's able to smash Murdoch around a whole bunch. Evoking the Loki and the Hulk from the, the Avengers. Mm. Uh, yeah, and she tells him it's never too late to be a dick. Important lesson. Uh, yeah. So then Kang, after Scott breaks his rings that makes him so he can't escape, Kang comes out, starts murdering everybody. Just blasting everybody to smithereens. Uh, yeah, and they get stopped by a, the the futuristic ants. You know, he's got a, they've got a force field going, and Modoc comes in, <laughs> try to blow, kind of blows himself up, so he can take the force field out, and all the ants come, uh, come taking him, aw- take him away. You know, and think you think that's the last you're gonna see Kang. Yeah? <laughs> no, because I've watched the trailer. Okay. Uh, and then we get Modox dying, you know? Very sad scene. <laughs> At least he, he died in Avenger. You know? How how we heard about Avengers, I don't know. Why Avengers he wouldn't, would want to be an Avenger? No, Avengers were a thing. Ant-Man won. Avengers how do you know that Ant-Man's an Avenger? Because of oh, no, we ever heard the conversation. You ever heard the conversation and stuff? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Here's my second most notable what the fuck moment that just annoyed yeah. me. Ready? Right here is where it fits in. They have hope. No, what's the mom's name? Janet. What Janet up in the room, right? And she's like putting together. She's like, we're going to activate the little machine. I'm going to, and she says through the communication device to them. You know, a little walkie-talkie says, hey, get up here. We've only got one shot. We've got one opportunity to get out of this. <laughs> and an old mate reading the rebellion walks up and says, go do it. It's fine. We'll continue. To which I go, you don't have one of those in your ear. How the fuck did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yep. Wait, wait, wait. Was it William, William Jackson Harper? He didn't say anything. You heard it says, she says the thing. They look no, at but other. was it William Jackson Harper who said go? 
right? No, it was her. It was her? You know okay. what? The fucking uh, script remember. is written in a bubble. I yeah. swear to God, it was driving me up the wall. <laughs> I, <laughs> I usually forgive little sins like this, but I've, I'm going, fuck it. It's doing my head in. <laughs> all right. So yeah, yeah. Janet set up some sort of portal to get them all to escape. Everybody goes through. Uh, just when Cass is about to go through, Scott pushes him, pushes her through because out of nowhere, Kang comes flying in, crash tackling. Uh, he's been, been, he's all beaten and bruised and missing all his equipment. Uh, but then, yeah, he gets into a fist fight with Scott, uh, smashing his visor so he can't shrink because his helmet's broken. Uh, yeah, they get to a fist fight. It just, I would not want to be in a fist fight with Jonathan Majors, that's for sure. No. Uh, so Paul Rudd gets his ass kicked. Uh, and then we get the cl- classic line from the trailer. I don't have to win. I just have, we just have to make sure we both lose. Uh, I hate everything from this point onwards. Like, <laughs> with a passion. Yeah, so then he's... Yeah. Then suddenly Hope comes flying in, shoots him a bunch of times. He falls into the power source and gets sucked into it. And it, he dies. <laughs> well, we think. We're pretty sure. Well, they're pretty sure. Every other people are pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, yep. So then, yeah, the portal closes behind them, and they're like, "Oh no, they're stuck in the quantum realm forever." Oh well, it, uh, I'm sure they'll enjoy spending a nice life together. Uh, then five seconds later, Cassie builds a yes! portal. Yes, I was so angry. <laughs> I was like, "Oh." Cool, we're going to get a section of Scott Lang and Hope being stuck in the Quantumverse. Cool, maybe this means we'll bring in another Ant-Man to be Ant-Man in the world, and then we'll have it, and then, uh, and then the portal opened up behind them because Cassie beeped and booped as like like she was from fucking 2000s Hackers on the fucking... It was a two, two-way radio, Kieran, it was a two-way radio. Oh, but all of a sudden it can make a portal into the quantum. I was so mad. I was so <laughs> mad because at this point onwards, they do interesting things. Like at first, I was like, "Oh, cool, Scott's gonna be fucking stuck. He's gonna sacrifice yeah. himself. He's gonna get fucking stuck." Hope comes in. Cool, they're gonna get stuck together. That's a bit different. Good because we've had three, two people already stuck in the Quantumverse. So that's you know, cool. Uh, oh, no, it's just I'm yeah. telling you, this script was written. They went up and saw Kev Bot in the head of his studio there, and they said to Kev Bot, "Hey, like here's the script." We're doing this, and he said, "No, nah, sorry, we're we're not planning this. We're not going to actually do the sequel. Or we're not going to like have a, a spin-off TV show of them there anymore. Can you rewrite that?" And the guy went, "Yeah, I'll just add a portal." Yeah. <laughs> or, 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 or fucking Kev's like, or Kev's like, wait, but we can have Paul Rudd in like the next team up movie, right? To be funny and stuff, right? Well, no, if he's stuck in the quantum realm, he won't be that. Well, no, you can't. No, we need him there then. I mean, you could have just had like had a time jump, like in the in the real world. You know, you didn't have to make it seem like they did it that second. It was instantaneous, because, so that was the worst part of it. Yeah, it was like she was instantly. Like, you don't know, do a beep. montage of her trying to her her Hank and Janet trying to figure out how to do reverse the thing. You know, you could still have the portal show up at the exact same time, but like, uh, that, yeah, that was pretty rubbish. Uh, yeah, so we get a closing segment of like. Scott, with his family, uh, very much a mirror of the opening of the film with him talking about his thoughts, uh, massive inner dialogue, uh, and then he has a, the sudden realisation, what if, uh, by killing Kang, he brought about the end of the universe. <laughs> and I was like, cool, oh my god, 
all right, funny movie's going to end with Scott Lang having a panic attack or anxiety and it being the ramifications of dealing with Kang and the future possibilities of Kang. And then right at the last second, like, nah, that's fine. Don't stress it. Yeah. I mean, that is the most human thing that could be possible. It's the most human response possible, you know? Oh, no, this is the whole planet's dying of carbon uh, dioxide or whatever. Yeah, dying of carbon dioxide? I don't know. I couldn't think of the Holy words. Shit. <laughs> you know? Global warming is happening all over the planet. Uh, that's fine. Elon Musk has got Twitter. Oh, that's fine. You know? All, just... ter- all end of the world's equally end of the world prospects. I, I just... I feel like it's different, though, because he is like... The one and only person dealing with this problem, or really. Also, I'm pretty sure it was Hope who shot him and put him in there. So I mean, it's really Hope's fault. Yeah, like it's just, I don't know. It was just it was dealt with as ah, it's a problem too quickly. And I was like, oh, no. okay. And then the movie ends with him eating cake, and it's bad. It is bad. Yep. So yeah, that's the movie. Uh <laughs> So then we get two post-credit scenes. Uh, the first <gasps> mid-credit scene is the Council of Kangs. I guess would be the best way to describe it. <laughs> is Council spelled with a K as well? Yeah, yeah. it could be. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm pulling it because of the Council of Reeds was a thing. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, you got a whole bunch of Kangs all looking di- very different. Except, I hate well the, the main design. ones. You you don't love the the pharaoh like, or the I didn't like the pharaoh. I didn't like like you're the, like what what are all these wigs? <laughs> it's just they were so bad. So actually, the the I guess the central one is like the uh, I guess you want to call it like uh, Chinese dynasty styled uh, like emperor kind of Kang, and I was not into that. His beard looked terrible. He's like partially blue, but not really. Yeah, I hated it. Yeah, I was not not into it. I was not into it at all. <laughs> it well, weird. they can't all be handsome, is what. Well. Yeah. That's not my problem. It just looks <laughs> fucking weird. Just look fucking weird. I just just have like different variations well, of Kang is... suit and just normal Kang. You know, you don't need to be fucking. Uh, when there's several thousand like they look to be at the end of this, it's you fine. know, you got to differentiate them somehow. Uh, so yeah, there's a bunch of Kangs. They're all. They're all. They're like, hey, the humans are touching the multiverse. We can't let them do that. <laughs> Like, we're going to have a vote about something. I don't know. After the same point, you're like, wait, do, do you guys, were you guys just blind for Multiverse of Madness? Because, like, that shit happened and they were fucking around way more than, than Ant-Man was. Well, it's interesting because they, obviously they bring up the idea of incursions again. Um, so, obviously, the, the, the Multiverse has been fucked around with prior before. Is it set before Multiverse of Madness? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what happens. Then, the second closing, uh, second post-credit scene, uh, we get, uh, I want to say 1920s America. Yeah. Uh, someone talking, like giving a, like a stage play presentation, talking about time. Uh, you, can tell, the- you, can, you can tell it's Jonathan Majors from the... Like, yeah, not, like, you can hear it's not a surprise. It's Jonathan Majors. It's a guy who look. It's it's Jonathan Majors on stage talking about time and stuff, and standing in the crowd, going, "That's him, Loki." 
You know who's next to him? The guy that Old Wilson plays. <laughs> <laughs> Time uh, Cop, Mobius, Mobius M. Mobius? Yes, yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? Like, I thought you, you made him sound like a threatening dude. This is yeah. the old man with like gray and hair and a mustache. He's like, nah, that's him. No, he's like, he doesn't look that scary. And then like, yeah. he's like, he is or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That, that's how, that's it. That's how the post credits end. You're glad I didn't wait. I what? Like you it. missed out on the Loki tie- TV show tie-in? It's our first teaser for Loki season two. Maybe the first direct tie-in to a TV show that I can think of? Well, actually, no. There's the End of Black Widow leading straight into Hawkeye, There's also all of Scarlet Witch in Multiverse There's of also Madness. the entirety of the MCU. No, also, no, I'm talking about specifically also, post-credits leading into a <laughs> TV show. Oh, you're being very specific now. Yeah, I'm allowed to be very specific. <laughs> Kieran, what was the most marvellous moment (laughs) of Ant-Man and the Wasp's Quantumania? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Um, uh, Quick question while I think. Is this the first movie of Phase 5? This is the first movie. This is the first entry in Phase 5. Okay, I just wanted to, like... Just okay. The bar's pretty fucking low as we come in, but that's all right. <laughs> Can I? All right, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. The twenty-five seconds that I thought Scott and Hope were stuck in the quantum verse. <laughs> okay, like yeah. that twenty-five seconds where I was excited and I thought that was very interesting, and it was going to be an interesting thing to explore and all the possibilities that could come from that. That twenty-five seconds before I was. Killed by hope by that portal opening. Yep. All right, Dylan. What's the most marvelous moment of Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania? Um, when when Scott gets a call and then he goes and gets Cassie out of jail and they imply that she's like standing up for homeless people and then also that there's like a rampant rise in costs of living, not only because that ties into how the real world's working, but because that's exactly what would happen if we did have a blip in real life. And also because there I could tell the director of photography actually had to do something and it's all shot in real life and the real people seem like they're real things and stuff's happy there and then um, we disappear into a void of an hour 50 minutes of uh, cartoon (laughs) characters and crayons. <laughs> I mean, they didn't really need to blame it on the blip. I mean, San Francisco's got like a pretty major. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's already pretty fucking. It's already pretty bad. So imagine how bad it would be. You know. Yeah. So I appreciate that. That the 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 tie in between real life events that they're like, we're going to hint on something. We're going to have like a, a, a. We're going to throw out a political idea. Go get him, boy. <laughs> Go get an interesting idea. Go get him. <laughs> <laughs> really far in the distance. <laughs> now come watch my CGI fuck fest. <laughs> the rest of you dumb fucks in the theater, you mindless motherfuckers who only come watch these Marvel movies. Come on, come on, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. <laughs> Ashley, what's your most marvelous moment? Uh, I mean, it's got to be the the possibility storm, I guess. That's, yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just the not only the hundreds and hundreds of uh, Scots and uh, Hopes, but also them the Scots that are enlarging and then getting ripped apart by whatever <laughs> forces 
there. Like, just chunks of Ant-Mans are falling all over the place. You know something I just realised? That possibility storm that's showing every possible thing that Scott could have done there. That means one of those versions of Scott is from the best version of this movie. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) Any other closing thoughts on this movie? Do you, are we going to get another Ant-Man movie? <laughs> yeah. Yes, as long as they get away <laughs> from the Quantumverse for a bit and just like... Oh, you know what? Just in general, right? Marvel in general, let's go back to like Earth-based shows for a little... I know we've got fucking what's Guardians. It, what's, nah, guess what, motherfucker? I think the next, <laughs> next movie is um, Marvel's, right? It's no, the next movie Galaxy. is Guardians of the Galaxy. 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 Okay, guess what? That's space. space. That's, That's space. space. Guess That's what's after that? The, the Marvels, Marvels, also in space. in space. We're in space. <laughs> I just want to, like, just, just, like, you know, let's narrow our focus a little bit for a while again. Let's just have a... Listen, oh, Kieran, if it makes you feel better, the next TV show, Secret Invasion, it's people from space coming to Earth, so I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. like the other, the other way around. You know what? You know like, what? I'll tell you what, when's that, when's that out? Can we have a release date? Because that's the, uh, currently the best looking thing Marvel has coming up. I, it doesn't have a release date. If I had to guess, it's it like is. Next year, right? It would be no, year, at the earliest, the twenty sixth of April. Because no, obviously, sure. uh, no way. The next movie's got to be. Oh, it's a TV wait, show. No, it? I'm talking about Secret Invasion. They've already released a trailer. It's a, it's they're like pushing series. it. All, it's already on like the front page of. Yeah, I don't Disney see Plus. I, I think they're just going to drop a release date and be like, it's out in like three weeks. I'm saying that date because that's after the Mandalorian finishes airing. Yeah, okay. Which makes the most sense. Um, but yeah, let us know what your thought <laughs> of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. You know what's real Did nice? You I will say, just a, just a random point, just a minor point at the end here. It's real nice coming into this and having my opinion not be the odd one out. Because often, sometimes when I don't like these movies, you guys are like, no, it's great. And I'm like, oh, shit. No, often I don't like these movies. And after the of you two being like... Yeah, it's fine. Like, I mean, I'm used to Ash for these. The day, the day Ash is like, this Marvel movie was terrible. I'll be like, wow, they actually made one they Ash hates. Up. They <laughs> fucked up. They really did it. I didn't they really okay. remember. Okay, uh, before we get close. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. All the Eternals. Which one do you like better? Um, I would actually say the Eternals. Just. Only just because I at least feel like it was trying. Now, it didn't achieve anything, but I feel like it was trying. This movie, I feel like, was written on a toilet, never shown to anyone, and then they filmed it in the back room on a green screen. <laughs> like, Eternals isn't good, but they tried. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. Oh, gosh. Kieran? I'd have to go with this just because I like Kang and, and I do like that side of and I like Jonathan Major's performance and I think his performance <laughs> is better than anything that was on Eternals. So yeah. Yeah, and after his his performance was better than anyone in Eternals. Yeah. Yes, a hundred percent. Incorrect. Most mem- more memorable than anybody in the Eternals. No, you'd never have the best I can remember the reaction. I mean, Kamau's pretty great. That table snapping, and then him being like, it's from Ikea. <laughs> that is I better than any line in this movie. What is this? I can't remember that. I remember that. that. Oh, when they go to Old Mate's house, Brian, Brian Lee, no, Brian. Brian Tyree Henry. 
Brian Tyree Henry's house. Academy Award is, nominee, yeah. Uh, Academy Award nominee. No, no clue. No idea. Yeah. Yeah. Look, the no. fact that I can remember that scene two years later. Let's see if I remember. Anything. I mean, it was in several ads, so I mean, uh, yeah, I would agree. This one, I think, obviously, Paul Rudd doing his best, doing his best with what he could. Joe the Major is very good. I think Michelle Pfeiffer, obviously, getting an extended run in this film. Uh, she's very good as well. They really fucked Evangeline Lilly over between this and the last movie, but she probably deserves it for all her, like, anti-COVID. I was about to say. Probably for the best. Uh, like, that's what you get for saying not to get your vaccine, motherfucker. Your lines? <laughs> cut to Michelle <laughs> Pfeiffer. <laughs> Holy shit. <gasps> yeah, so let us know what you thought of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania by going to Explosion.com slash Twitter or jump to Discord at Explosion.com slash Discord. If you want to help us out here at all new Marvelcast, the number one Australian-made MCU podcast, leave us five stars. Anyone can leave five stars. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser. Or tell people about the show. Uh, and if you like this episode, ooh, and think it's what thought it was over the dollar, head on over to our Kofi page at explosion.com slash support. The next guaranteed project that we're going to be coming back for is Guys of the Galaxy Volume 3 releasing the 4th of May. Uh, so make sure you watch that. Join us next time for another all-new Marvel cast. Bye.